I don't know how many of you have had the opportunity to go to Mammoth Cave, but last summer I had that opportunity. And it was the first time I had gone to Mammoth Cave ever since I was a little kid. And I, quite honestly, I don't remember anything at all about the cave except for one thing. I have one memory from the time I was, I was a child and went with my parents, with my family. And I remember last summer as we were going down into the cave, there's this part where they take you deeper and deeper into the cave. And at one moment, they turn out all of the lights. And of everything, that's the one thing I remember about Mammoth Cave as a kid. It's going down, and I remember it going completely black, pitch black. And it's a unique experience because when you think about it, whether you're in your home or outside, as dark as it might get, it's never truly pitch black unless you seal yourself in the closet and stuff you know, a towel underneath the door. There's always some light. There's a little bit of light that always gets in, but it's an amazing experience when you're somewhere where there is absolutely no light at all. You can't even see your hand if you put it this close to your face. And there's those moments, and I think one of, that would be one of them when we think, what would it like, what would it be like to be blind? To see nothing. At times we will put a blindfold around our eyes and there's different games that we play when we were younger, trying to see what it would be like to be blind. And then I remember down at Mammoth Cave, once they've turned out all the lights and you've been in the total darkness for a while, one of the guides will simply turn on their flashlight. One light. And it's that one light then that enables everyone in the cave to at least see something. You can make out images, you can tell where the person next to you is. It doesn't take much, it just takes that one light and you're finally able to see. It should come as no surprise that this weekend the readings are about sight. It's about seeing. Samuel, who doesn't see the way God sees, and God has to tell him to anoint David and not the other sons of Jesse. The gospel is about Jesus who encounters the blind man and enables him to see. If we remember that these readings, this cycle A that we're in, all of the readings leading up to the Easter Vigil are to prepare those who are about to be baptized. Those of you who have had your children baptized can probably remember. What are a couple of the things that you see at a baptism? There's water, obviously. And then after the child's baptized, he's given a candle, the light of Christ. What a powerful image that would have been in the early church because back then they didn't have electricity. They couldn't just turn on the electrical switch. Candlelight was the way that they were able to see back then. It was a powerful symbol. Jesus Christ is the one who enables you to see. I don't know, maybe today we should give them a big battery or something. The light of Christ or an electric bill. Behold, the light of Christ. It may resonate a little bit more. It's that with which we, we can't do anything without it. 
You know, our, our stuff won't work, our cell phone, we won't be able to recharge it, our refrigerator won't work, we won't be able to see in the house. Nothing works without electricity. Back in the ancient world, you couldn't see anything if you didn't have fire, if you didn't have candlelight. It was essential. So it should be no surprise that last week, it was all about water. The Samaritan woman at the well the rock in the desert that gushed forth water for the people of Israel as they were traveling to the promised land. And then this week, lo and behold, our readings are about sight. Jesus, who is the light and enables us to see. Now what's interesting is why this blind man was chosen for today's reflection. Jesus cured other blind men. Why this event? Why this blind man? Why not Bartimaeus who said, Lord, that I may see? Jesus comes up to him and he says, what do you want of me? And the blind man Bartimaeus says, Lord, that I may see. Why not that gospel passage? Why the blind man of today? Because this blind man was blind from birth. This blind man never knew what it was like to see. This blind man had no notion of what sight was like. This blind man didn't ask Jesus to see. Jesus takes the initiative. Jesus goes to the blind man of today. And what does Jesus do? Jesus goes to him and he does something very interesting. He takes, he spits on the ground and he takes the dirt and forms the dirt into a clay and smears it on the man's eyes and then he says, go and wash. Why the clay? What an odd thing. Why didn't Jesus Christ just say, Oh, you blind man, see. Isn't that the way God does things? As he created the world, let there be light, and there was light. Why didn't he say, blind man, see? Why did he have to spit into the ground, take that dirt, and form it into clay? Well, let's go back to Genesis and see the other time that God works with clay. And it's when God creates Adam. It says God takes the clay of the earth and creates Adam. That is, Jesus today, by smearing that clay on the blind man's eyes, is not simply restoring sight because there was no sight. Jesus is creating. Jesus is he's creating new eyes. These new eyes that will be able to see in a way that they never saw before. It's an act of creation. Also interesting is after Jesus smears the clay on the man's eyes, the man still does not see. The man does not see until he goes and washes. My dear brothers and sisters, we need 
Jesus' action and also our response. Jesus wants to help us to see. He wants to give us the gift of faith, that is to see things the way God sees, to perceive reality in a totally new way. But two things are necessary. First is the gift of Jesus Christ. He's the one that gives us the gift, but it's not enough that he gives us the gift. We've all received that gift. Those who are about to be baptized will receive that gift at the Easter Vigil. But it's not enough for you to see that simply Jesus gives the gift. You also need to go on your own and wash. That is, you need to listen to the instructions of Jesus Christ and you have to go, you have to do, you have to respond to this gift that God has given you. And what happens once the blind man goes and he washes? He's able to perceive reality in a new way. Remember, he's blind from birth. He never knew what things truly were like. We see in our first reading, Samuel, he goes and the Lord tells him to go anoint the new king of Israel to replace Saul. And he goes to Jesse and Jesse calls his sons forward and Samuel the prophet sees the first of Jesse's sons and he sees that he's big and he's strong and Samuel thinks, surely that will be the anointed of God. Surely that will be the new king of Israel. Look at him. Can't you see? And God says to Samuel, I have not chosen him. For you see the way man sees, but not the way God sees. You see the appearance, but God sees the heart. And it's not until they go through all the sons of and they get to the last son who's not even there. They didn't even think to call him. Jesse's like, whatever, David, just leave him out in the, in, in the pastures. He's surely not going to be the anointed of God. I mean, just look at him. Can't you see? He's just so ordinary, so normal. There's nothing special there. And God says to Samuel, Samuel calls for David, and God says, he is my anointed the most ordinary one I have chosen. My dear brothers and sisters, we need to respond to this gift of faith. We go through life and we think we see, but there's a reality out there that we have never, ever experienced. And that is the reality of God, to see things the way God sees them, to see all of a sudden these ordinary things, these ordinary people, my ordinary day, that God is there. God wants to work through those things, through those people. So let's ask our Lord Jesus Christ that he give us the gift of sight that we have the strength to respond to the gift of faith so that we can see that through the ordinary, God does extraordinary things.